Well, that was the funny thing was that I sort of thought, good luck getting Kevin to not press the applause button while we're sitting in front of these. Dude, I can't help All it. these buttons and knobs. Oh, I'm going to press some button right now. Effects. We're not going to wake anybody up. We're going to keep it quiet. The effects. Hey, welcome, folks. Welcome, welcome to Ripping and Skipping. Welcome. Volume two. Chapter two. Breaking news. This just in. Ripping and Skipping now enters phase volume two. If you're a first time listener, this is Ripping and Skipping. I'm Evan. Cassidy, and this is my friend Kevin Tinkin right across from me. Flip hey, off. what's going on? I'm Kevin. Uh, we uh, This is an improvised sketch character podcast where we have fun, and we just try to get out of each other's heads and out of our own heads uh, to yeah. just celebrate the freedom on a regular basis. I've been, I've been in your head too much, man. I know. I don't want to be. I feel like i got to start paying rent in there. You know? I'll tell you what. Uh, it's uh, rent control. Uh, all right, it's a very old neighborhood. Uh, but uh, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Please go check us out on uh, Facebook, iTunes. Give us a review. Uh, tell your friends if you enjoy. Uh, I'm a 37-year-old male with two children. Mm-hmm. And Evan is 16, 19, 19 years yeah. old. He's a single man. Yeah. Uh, but hey, we. Uh, if you're joining us, uh, if you're one of our regulars, you've been with us for 139 episodes. Welcome to episode 140. Um <laughs> Wow. Uh, so this is uh, chapter two, a.k.a. volume two, a.k.a. Uh, Season two? Numero dos. Numero uh, dos. If you want. Uh, I, I like to drop a deuce sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't help it. But uh, uh, so me and Evan were great friends. Uh, we've been friends since, uh, yeah, <laughs> the, I mean, the, hardcore the since. Mid, the mid-20-teens. The 20-teens, yeah. The early mid-20-teens. We get into my friend Ben's garage, and we make eye contact. Me and Evan, yeah. and then we just we we go after it, and we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna we've got uh you know we try to do sketches and, and characters and whatnot, and the way that we facilitate that is by popping through a portal, and uh, you know once you pop into a portal, uh, you'll hear this sound, yeah. and then we're in. You know what I mean? We're That's in. the sound of a popped portal. The sound of a pop portal. A popped into portal. Yeah. If you uh, if you have any requests uh, for uh, you know what you like, send us an email to ripskippod at gmail Let us know what you're into. Um, yeah, not everybody has access to portals themselves. So if you're someone who uh, would like to take advantage of the fact that we have access to portals and would like us to pop into a specific port, yeah, we can create whatever world in you're interested the in. Ripple creating. of space time, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't mind rippling space time. Do you? <laughs> I don't. No, no, sorry, Bob. I got some wrinkles I need to iron out, but they're. Uh, I don't even know what that means, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> but you know, with that being said, we're about to walk into our live studio audience here. Um, and Evan, what do you think? Should we start the show? 
Yeah, I know it's packed out in there, so let's do it. Let's give them what they want. I holla at you later, girl. It's time for the rip and skip. Yeah, rip and skip. Yeah, rip and skip. Yeah, rip and skip. Show. It's the podcast with my boys K Rock and Evan Cass. And they rip the skip. Yeah, rip the skip. Yeah, rip the skip. Yeah, rip the skip. Show. It's the podcast with my boys K Rock and Evan Cass. It's showtime. No, it ain't a rerun. But if you need a laugh, it's guaranteed to be some. So get ready and get set to experience some fun. You'll never forget with a little bit of ripping, a little bit of skipping, a dab of some Evan, a splash of some Kevin. Interviews, improv, music, sketch. Put it in the blender, pour it out and get this. A celebration of friends that get it out freely. It's SOS, slightly organized, silly. Do what you love and love what you do. Without further ado, let me welcome you to the rip and skip. Rip and skip, rip and skip, rip and skip for show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Rippin' and Skippin'. I am Kevin Tink, and I'm here with Evan, the cast man, Cassidy. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Wow. Fuck yeah, dude. So many, so many special people out there wow. really giving us the love. Yeah. That feels good. I want to welcome everybody to season two of Rippin' and Skippin'. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Yeah. Great to and, be uh, here. You guys made it. What? I, what? What do you guys mean, season two? Well, see, uh, well, we just, you know, we're mixing it up a little bit. You know, we Why? Had some, well, we had, we had been, we've been doing 139 episodes of, of uh, you know, Rip Skip Freedom, and the freedom was flowing pretty hard, but... You know, after, you know, your grandpa and your mom and your best friend and your dog all tell you that they have a hard time listening to the podcast because you sound like you're in a psychedelic vortex, vortex. we got to mix it up a little bit. Well, you guys never asked the studio audience if they agreed on this. You know, you never asked for permission to enter a new chapter. I I apologize. You know, we we did ask her. It's too late to apologize. It's too late. That is what I'm talking about, man. He's representing the song from earlier. It's too late to apologize, Kevin. Uh, well, I mean, Turbs, uh, uh, for the listener at home, Turbs Tobler is uh, one of our uh, regular. Uh, yeah. We have regular outrage from Turbs Tobler. How dare you? I am not outraged. Well, you sound I'm a little enraged. bit outraged. You're enraged? Yeah. Well, what, now what's the difference between the enrage and outrage? Well, the, the difference is uncanny. Well, how so? <laughs> outrage is a specific rage put outward, whereas enrage is rage that's inward. I'm enraged. Did you say inward? What? <laughs> hey, take it easy, all right, please? No, I did not. How dare you? Don't say inward on this podcast, Turbs, all right? I said inward. No, Turbs. You can't say that. It's bad to say You're that. gaslighting me. I'm not gaslighting. I'm telling... Well, okay, yeah, it so... It did sound like you said N-word. Yeah, you keep saying N-word. Are you, yeah. Oh, you're like internally is what you're saying. Yes! Oh, I apologize. Well, I mean... Well, Turbs... How dare... You were accusatory there for a second. Well, I mean, for somebody who I don't think has ever liked anything we've ever done, I don't know why you would be upset. What are you about- talking about? Well, you're always <laughs> complaining. You're always upset. That you know you're offended all. I'd the time. like to complain. 
Well, I come here specifically so I can find something to complain about. I enjoy wow. it very much. Is is that true? Yes. You come here just to complain? Yes, I do. So your your concern is that possibly the show might get I might have nothing to complain about. Well, I mean that's well I think And then my my reason for existence would be refuted. Oh, geez, Louise. Well, I mean, Turbs, yeah, we're... Wow, we're, this, this is a... Kevin, this is a tricky situation because we don't want to invalidate Turbs' reason for existing. No. Uh, I, I mean... That's pretty much what you're doing! Well, Turbs, can you please just, you know, let's... What? Let's, let's try to have a reasonable conversation. But here, uh, here's what I... I'm I'll, very reasonable. Are you inferring that I'm not reasonable? I'm kind of inferring that you're a little bit unreasonable. In, Implying, yeah. Yeah, I infer, I imply. I mean, I'm intuitive. You know, I implode. I go incognito from time to time. You know what I mean? Uh, I go to in and out if I can. Uh, Well, Turbs, I can assure you it's probably not all going to be great, you know, so I'm sure there'll be plenty of stuff for you to complain about. But for for now, do you think you could just, you know, give it a chance? I'm just very hurt by the fact that you guys have decided to do a second chapter without having consulted one of your most loyal and frequently attending audience members, albeit one who attends in, right out of the gate in a, in a negative state of mind. Well, Turbs, I mean, Philippe started playing the sad accordion over here because... I'm not sad. Well, it sounds like you started getting choked I'm enraged. Up. Well, don't get enraged. I mean... Turbs, one of the things that we're going to make sure that we keep consistent on this podcast, you know, as my good friend Evan, that cast man Cassidy says, don't throw the baby out. Uh, Don't throw the baby out? That's that's it? Was there more to that quote, Evan? Do you mean with the bathwater? Oh, I think that might actually... Yeah, I I think that's what Kevin meant is we're not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like the phrase don't throw the baby out is a little open-ended. I I, I have a hard time remembering uh, the second half of quotes uh, sometimes. Well, I, you know, I feel like the baby and I've been thrown out. I feel like a baby that is being thrown out. Turbs, I haven't. And I'm not even in bathwater, so I feel dirty. Well, Turbs, you're not dirty. And, you know, we were here to accept you for whoever, as you are, you know, well, he, he does look a little dirty. I will say. <laughs> that, How dare you, Turbs? It was if, if you can't. I was, I was just uh, giving it a little jibe there, Turbs. Well, Turbs, I got to have a little convo with my man, the cast man here for convo a second. Convo with the Bronvo. <sighs> Tell you what, do you? Uh, every time you rhyme, I get excited. Uh, so, is that okay with you, Turbs? I guess. All right. Well, uh, that's good to hear. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Evan, I want to, I want to, you know, just touch base a little bit here. Uh, reach out and touch base, reach out and touch someone as long as they have permission. You know what I mean? Uh, AT&T is getting me too. Did you hear about that? <laughs> okay. Fair enough. I want to know, cast man, what's going on in your know life? What love is. How's it going? I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. And I want you to. Uh, how are you doing? You're you're living in LBC, home of Snoop Dogg. Everybody mm-hmm. knows that. And uh, I live with I live with Snoop Dogg. You live with Snoop Dogg? Yeah, man. I'm gonna your girl. Your girl's gonna get mad when she hears you called her that. 
Bow wow wow yippee yo yippee yay. Bow wow wow yippee yo yippee yay. So you're doing good. I know you got yeah. shows. Yeah, uh, Snoop's cool. I mean, you know, nice enough roommate. Snoop Dogg? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes he doesn't clean his pots and pans. Well, I know he, he probably cleans his pans, but not his pots so much. You know what I mean? Oh. You mean because he smokes marijuana? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, smokes, I think that's what I was talking about. Marriage wands. Okay, I knew he had some explanation before I could really enjoy it, but that's pretty good, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so you're down in the LBC. Uh huh. Where we just, we just, they just got a new mayor, uh, Mayor Juana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was for you, Philippe. Oh, that's a good one, Kessler. I swear to God. Uh, I came up with that one at uh, four in the morning, Philippe, and I thought of you and I wanted to tell it to you. I, Evan, I really want to know how you're doing. I know you don't live with Snoop Dogg down there in LBC. <laughs> you know, you keep telling me, and I've been there and I've met your girlfriend, and it's not Snoop Dogg, and uh, I don't it's know. Not. It's, it's all, not. It's all. You're right. It's all a ruse, Kevin. I knew it. I knew it. Uh, I was yeah. putting up a a, a, a forced character comedy sheath. <laughs> so I'm doing well. You're doing good. Yeah, you've got a beautiful peacoat ish <laughs> on with several uh, pockets. Yeah, you know you keep all kinds of good stuff in those pockets. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I got uh, all kinds of riffs. Yeah, uh, got um, some cardboard in there and some some cardboard s- stickers, some hardboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of stickers you got? I got some Fokia Nation stickers, man. Fuck yeah, dude! Oh my gosh, Sketchy sure. Eddie and Chalmers came oh, just wow. the moment you said that. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, dude! What's up, Ja? Oh, dude, Jazz I, blessed. I, I was actually, I was at the Popeyes eating a 10-piece by myself with some of that Frank's Red Hot, my bread hot. Mm. And then when you started talking about the fuck yeah nation, dude, it's just like I popped into a portal right on over here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Jazz present, man. Do you might... Chalmers, dude, my boy, man, he used to live, you lived with Snoop back in the day, for real, though. Yeah, I mean, I've had a lot of, like, uh, you know, I'm a real vagabond of, like, a, a living partner, you know what I mean? Like, I've lived in multiple areas, like, cardboard boxes and, like, box trains. Yeah, it was, like, totally legit, though, too. It was, like, this cardboard, like, practically a mansion, you know? Oh, they build them out in Joshua Tree, you know? Dude, hell yeah. Dude, we, we got... Dude, it's like... I'm just like, hey, bro, I, I look at my boy Sketch, and I was like, dude... It's totally eco, too. I'm like, dude, let's go, and like, uh, you know, we can build a mansion. I'm like, we're going to stop by the Ralphs, dude, and go in the back, maybe go Costco, get some of those old, big-ass, like, basically, dude, like some mm-hmm. big-ass refridge boxes, my broxes. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, dude, we made, like, a four-story just a uh, beauty, you know, area yeah. out there, dude, and it's like, we yeah, got we working plumbing. we had this rager, rager going on on the third floor. It was dope. Do you ever clog a cardboard toilet, my broilet? <laughs> you know what I mean, dude? <laughs> it was fucking nuts. Dude, Cass, man, what's been going down, dude? Oh, not a whole lot. I mean, not as much as you guys. It sounds like yeah, you're getting in, into ten piecers and oh uh, man, dude, it's building like cardboard mansions. Dude. Old old Charlie Mansion over here, you know. <laughs> That's what I was talking about, man. I'm doing well, you know, just casting the net comparatively wide. Hell yeah, y- dude. You're here too, four. 
I heard you got some consigned for your uh, your line of clothing, dude. I hear yeah. Where'd you get some consign at? My yeah, name? over in the LBC at um, Smoke and Vape at oh, the Smoke and Vape, yeah, dude. off Seventh Street in Long Beach, California. Yeah, we're selling hats. Fuck yeah, Nation hats, guys. Dude, that's great. Where, hey, get, dude, get them, uh, get them all you can. I mean, where would I, dude? Can, I mean, I know you gave me one, but honestly, I wanted to get some for my dad. Oh, sure, you you should. I'm sure he'd love that. If I can, if I don't live out in the LBC, how could I get myself a, one of those dope ass hats? Dude? Yeah, you can reach out to me on Instagram at Fuck Yeah Nation. You're on the gram, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck I'm all yeah, over the dude. gram. Yeah, somebody told me they saw me on the internet, and I was like, what? And they're like, dude, the cast, Oh, yeah, man. I know. You I try to like, keep a low what? profile. Dude, I try to stay off the grid. You know what I mean? Basically, <laughs> dude. If they don't know where I'm at, they can't come and, like, probe. And you know dude, what I mean? Yeah. Study my brain. Dude, even if you go on those deep, like, person person investigation sites and shit, like, you can't even find Chalms, man. Like, yeah. So. So that was pretty cool, Chalms, that you did that video, man. I had my footprint erased off of the uh, the general internet. Yeah, there, I mean, there's some dudes in the dark web where you you know you can get that done, but I had all my fillings removed, dude. I just put my stuff out there, man. Like I'm sure there's a ton of pictures of my cock up on the oh, dude, come on, dude. Basically, though, honestly, like a picture of your donger is like a real uh, morale booster, you know, yeah. for a lot of people out there. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, yeah, but that's just how sketch ad rolls, dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you guys came by. Uh, I'm glad yeah. that you, uh, you know, it's like uh, Bloody Mary when you say fuck yeah into a mirror three times. <laughs> Sketchy Eddie and Chalmers just show up, which is a lot of fun. They do. Uh, but we got a pretty uh, exciting segment uh, that I think everybody's going to enjoy. Uh, yeah. Uh, we got our, our friend Preston Smothers. He, uh, Peace Smothers. Peace Smothers. Uh, you know, he, he's out there. He's, he's doing good things. Uh, he's got his own talk show. What's the name of that talk show? Uh, I think it was called talk. It's, it's talk of the town. Talk of the town. Talk of the town. That's with Preston right. Smothers. Very popular show. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to go ahead and pop into a portal and, uh, just see if we can, uh, you know, be a fly on the wall, Yeah. you know, and then Great. start to ball. You know what I mean? All right, just take a walk over here, Evan. You've been over here okay. a thousand times, and the audience, yeah. feel free to come on in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. come join us. Wait, hold on! Hey, oh, Debra! No, hold on! Hold on, basically? Hey, thank you. What's going on? Hi. Hey, guys. Welcome to Talk of the Town. I'm Preston Smothers. Um, Thank you. Thanks. Welcome. This is Talk of the Town. We're going to really get into some industry details, the real nitty-gritty of an already gritty industry. You know, that's something that I frequently tell a lot of people I mentor is that you know the industry is grit. I mean, it's really gonna it's really gonna rip you up. You're gonna get some skidded knees, <laughs> you know, and uh, you know it's something that you really gotta sometimes roll your sleeves up and get get a little dirty because it's a dirty business. All right, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, this is something that there's, there's you might have to say some things you don't want to say, do some things you don't want to do if you want to make that money, all right? And I've been fortunate enough to make a lot of money in this business um, with working with a lot of really talented people, of course, but uh, there's a talent to being able to bring those different people together and make money off of them. And I have that talent as well does my guest. So happy to have this guest. Uh, he's taught me so much over the years. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Chuck Hammer. Very nice to be here. Very good to be here. Thank you so much for having me, uh, uh, Thurman Vanderhosh. And I'm very yeah. excited to be here. It feels very good. Yeah, absolutely, Chuck. It's great to have you. Um, you're uh, you're an, an influencer in this business. You've paved... You're one of those guys that you've got a foot trail behind you that is a path that so many have been fortunate yes. to follow you down. You've paved the way in this business. Well, you got to do a lot. You got to put down a lot of pavers. And then once you have the pavers down, then you can walk the path. And then you can go back and see where you've been. And uh, of course, that's uh, just a rule of law right there. But you do it so effortlessly. Your whole life, you've done this. Well, I've always been into self-promotion. I remember when I was in first grade, my girlfriend, Tama, uh, she, uh, we were good friends. And she used to be able to make these beautiful, beautiful bracelets, the friendship bracelets. And I remember saying, you know, Tama, you can make a few bucks off of these uh, bracelets here. And she goes, no, 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 no. I said, look, all you need is some good representation. And yeah, tell you and what, see, we four, sold four bracelets by the end yeah, of the day. It's so funny how you you see that sometimes. Where, so, so people seem so almost diametrically opposed to making money. Oh, yeah. people. It's, they, it's a strange mental block. It's almost, it's almost a psychological condition. Well, a lot of times people want to say they want to make money, and then they don't actually want to make money. They say they just want to, oh, I want to be able to do my art. You know, and they go, I, uh, Mr. Hammer, can you represent me? And I say, I'd be happy to represent you. Uh, but, you know, the, the kind of the problem is that, uh, you know, I don't know if you're willing to put into work. You know, a lot of times you got to come and, you know, shake hands with people you're not comfortable with. Maybe you got on a date with somebody you don't necessarily, necessarily like. Maybe, I, you know, have you go out for a couple of pornography auditions. And that's not because I think you want to do pornography, mm -hmm. but that's because... That's how you get your name out there. You mm -hmm. know, if uh, if a uh, word on the street goes out and I say, uh, you know, uh, did you know? Did you hear? Did you hear about this? Uh, did you hear about my friend, uh, you know, Clip Cheapers? He's uh, he's in pornography. People go, oh, yeah. I want to click on that. And then I go, he's actually also in a Dunkin' Donuts commercial. And yeah. people love that kind of stuff. You know, it's it's a good, uh, you know, Kim Kardashian, if she hadn't have boned that dude, I mean, I mean, who who would have known what, what, what could have happened? You, you know, she, she might not even be uh, Kim Kardashian we know today. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that's a classic case of her doing the wrong thing leading to the right thing. Well, I'd like to tell you a little some inside stuff here. You know, you got to break the rules sometimes. I mean, you've, you've always told me that. Ms. Kardashian, I told her, uh, look, put your hoo-ha up on a screen, you know, get your jugs out, and get boned, go downtown on, on uh, you know, brown town. You know, and, and she does it. And, you know, I tell you what, she, she, she used to, uh, you know, she'd get a little bit uh, 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 confrontive. And she wasn't super interested in stuff like that in the beginning. But, uh, you know, before you know it. Well, uh, she was certainly super interested in stuff like <laughs> that in the moment. That is correct. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, those are the type of sacrifices you have to make if you're going to be uh, make it in your Hollywood. You now, know? A lot of people. If you want to be, the talk of the Chuck, town. Chuck, a lot of people. Well, no one's going to deny that. I challenge anybody here in this audience to deny that, all right? Chuck, a lot of people are going to ask you, uh, you know, Chuck, he speaks in a lot of metaphors, all right? 
you know, he's a descriptive guy. He's a very, uh, you know, he, he, he sees things in a different way than we do. He's just got, he's a visionary. All right. He gets visions. Chuck, you got to walk me through this and walk the audience through this. Now it's like, do you really sit down with Kardashian and have that conversation verbatim? Is that a conversation you had in that situation or in other situations you sit down with them and you say, look, listen, you're going to have to blow someone on, on camera. It's a great question, uh, Derm. I appreciate you saying that, like, like that, because no, I don't. Uh, have you ever heard of astral projection? Uh, uh, somewhat. And I'm not talking about diarrhea. <laughs> I'm talking about... I show, always has the jokes. I love it. Uh, ever since we got to get you touring the comedian circuit. Well, I, I, I do it. I would do it in a heartbeat. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but, uh, the, uh, you know, so I, what I do is I lay down on my bed, and I think Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian. As I fall asleep... I go into a dream state. I go well, in. I think you're probably not alone in thinking about that. I'll tell you that much. I'll tell you what. Who is that? Uh, <laughs> the, so I go into a dream state. Uh, I, I concentrate on Kim. I fly astrally across Beverly Hills, and I go into a window. Okay? Okay? You with me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And this is all in my head. Okay? And then I go in there. I say, I go, Kimmy, you got you to gotta stop boning black dudes. If you want to make it in this town. And you know, Kimmy, uh, she's tossing and turning, tossing and turning, tossing and turning with her, some type of freak show booty. And, uh, you know, she's, uh, you know, I can't believe she can sleep with that thing. But I go in there, I say, you know, go sleep with it. So, okay. So she immediately, I can feel the rejection. So I suck back into my body. You know, I suck back into my body. I wake up, I pick up the horn, and I call her. And I go, you need to stop banging black dudes. And she immediately... So you're, you're sort of planting the seed beforehand. Exactly. And, you know, Thurman, uh, for example, did you, uh, did you dream about a, f- uh, a flavor of soup earlier today? It's hard to say. Because I put a little something. I, I actually visited you in your dreams last night. Really? Yes. Yes. I do it every night. I say, I go Preston, 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 go Preston, Preston, split pea soup, split pea soup. Do you remember that? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Well, it doesn't work every yeah. time. But, uh, yeah. you know, uh, what are you going to do? But I, you know. Sub, I, the subconscious, you know, there's layers to that, folks. You know, I mean, that's something that you can definitely use in sales, tapping into people's subconscious. Absolutely. And that's how you're going to break into this business. You know, there's yeah. no other way. So it's, it's very hard to do it. Uh, you know, even when you, when I go hammer time on them. You know what I mean? And that's what I, you know. That, that's, Take us uh, through hammer time. What is, well, going, hammer what time, is going hammer time on a hammer, look like? Hammer time is a five-prong approach that I address the culture and the, the, uh, the not only the culture, but actually the, the, the industry. If I'm, if I'm looking to, you know, get into the cottage cheese market, which I've tried to do before, it's very difficult. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I go, first you got a flyer. You go put the flyers up so they see it physically. So if I go to a producer and I know he's producing the next cottage cheese commercial, I'm going to go and put a headshot on his car. Okay, right? He's going to get in his car, go, who's his headshot? Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Step two, break into the producer's house, of course, you know, no uh, no visible signs of entry, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm real uh, I'm real, uh, I'm real clever, and I can get in, I, you know, what I do? What, what do you think I do? I put a headshot in his bed. That's prong two. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Yeah, I'm, well, the proof's in the pudding. I mean, what works, works. Prong you know? three, I started infiltrating his family. I start, you know, I start planting little seeds. I go, I, I know his daughter is, uh, goes to the Chipotle around the corner for me. So I show up, I go, hey, guac's on me, pumpkin pie. And then I go, it's hammer time. 
And then uh, she remembers, oh, hammer time. And, of course, she'll go down and she'll see, you know, maybe the headshot on her dad's bed or on the front of his car. And then uh, uh, before you know it, uh, all of a sudden, producers thinking, oh, who I got to get for this guy's uh, cheese commercial when it's going to be hammer time. And that's how I do it. Wow. Very involved, I'll say it's, that. It's, it's very, a lot of people phone think, calls. People think this is an easy process, you know, getting gigs. You know, it's not just, it, yeah, it's a lot of phone calls. It's not just a phone call, okay? You know, Chuck here, he's doing groundwork. He's doing research. He's looking up family trees. Absolutely. All right? Sometimes I'll just walk into a neighborhood and start chatting up some kid. You know, or some, if I see some, I see a nice lady, I go on the street, I go, I got this client, you're going to love him. They go, I don't do anything. Like, there's, I can't produce anything. I go, believe me, you love him. If you start doing something, you're going to love him. And, uh, you know, somebody's just word on the street. That's how you got to do it. Yeah, there are uh, many actors that could trace their origin story, the beginnings of their uh, desires to get in the industry mm -hmm. to Chuck walking up to them in a random neighborhood and having a conversation with them about the industry. Absolutely. Now yeah, I, there's a legacy of that. So many different actors, that's so what many I, different performers. I keep telling my nephew this. I go, hey, you, look, you want to be famous? Get out there with some three-by-fives, you know? Put you make a little business card, you know, go out there on the street and start handing these out. You know what I mean? Go hard. And uh, he doesn't he doesn't think uh, he can do it. He actually thinks you could be a better uh, agent to him than I, I personally can. But I don't, well, that I don't, is I don't definitely, believe it. That is debatable. Yeah, it's absolutely that's, that's debatable. Like, oh, you're going to do it for half a time? Are you? Come on. I mean, please, Louise. <laughs> Louise is my wife. Now, Preston, I don't want to steal anything from your playbook here or anything, but would you mind sharing a couple of your tips? You got a couple of hot tips. I know you like you got your own salsa line oh, and whatnot, uh, and you know, you've been you, doing your you, thing. You coming across a couple of nails that the hammer time isn't quite <laughs> able to <laughs> hammer down. Is that why? Getting a little exactly. is the hammer getting a little rusty there, oh, Chuck? Oh, sometimes the yeah. hammer gets a little rusty, but I you know, I'm still nailing them. You know what I mean? I'm still <laughs> nailing them. What? That's the rumor. I don't know. I don't. That's the rumor. I mean, I don't know the IMDb lately. It's looking a little, looking a little bit like a page from the history books. There. Yes, exactly. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'd love to. I'd love to. You know, uh, siphon a few words of wisdom from maybe from uh, Mister Smothers sure, himself. I know sure. you've been in this business for a long time. Sure. Let's say you got a new client. Say it's my nephew. Uh, what would you do for this young man? He's actually he's in the back. He's in the wings. Look, you know, any client. I, I don't get clients. Clients get me. You know. It, it's really true. I mean, I, I wish I wish it weren't so easy, but uh, no one. There's no making it or not making it. You've already made it or you haven't. Yeah, you're you're already you're either going to make it you've or you're not. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like some people are just. It is true the old saying that you're born a star. And some people are stars. They just shine. They shine differently. Oh, you got a born, and, you're born a star. I can't make you into a star. And, people walk into, into in, in, in my office sometimes. They go, hey, make me a star. I go, you're not a star. And I look at myself kind of as just uh, a cowboy. You know, I'm, I'm just riding a star. I'm a cowboy. I'm just riding a star. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, not, not literally, obviously, you know. Well, yeah, of um, but uh, I think you could do it, though. I could do some representation. I probably, probably you could. You could manage the stars, literally. Probably could. You know, and so you, you find... You find someone who's on a path, okay? Someone's on it. You you see it. It's it's in the sky too. That's the thing is that it's so easy. You know, you talk to some of these other some of these other reps that are having trouble finding talent. It's like well, you, you you're blind. You know, you've got to be blind. Yeah. If you can't, see, I mean, just wait till wait till it gets dark. Wait till it gets dark outside. Mm -hmm. You'll see it. Absolutely. You know. And with stars, you don't have to work. I don't. No. I don't work. 
I just put you. I say. Look. I just stay out of the way. Yeah. You know. I just stay out of the way. I stay out of the way of the star because it's 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 moving. I don't, I don't have to touch it. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't have to make a phone call. Put him in front of a camera and let him go. Yeah. You know, let him let him do the thing. You know, a lot of these kids, they come out here and they think, they think, oh, someone's going to make me into something great. And the reality is, if you're not great already, I don't want anything to do yeah. with you. Yeah. But the, the irony is that you can't do anything without me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's where it gets a, 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 little, a little bit rough. You know? Yeah. These stars, you know, they're, uh, it's almost impossible for them to not make money. Yeah. That's the thing. It's well, it's a boulder. It's, and that's it's, where me and you come in. Mm-hmm. If you can snake ten percent, you know, off of a little recommendation to KK, mm-hmm. you know, a Miss Kardashian, and just say, you mm-hmm. know, look, remember what I said in your dreams. <laughs> then all of a sudden, now you're famous. I go, remember, remember what I said about Brandy's brother yeah. and whatnot. So yeah, so uh, we've built we've built up these connections, me and uh, me, Chuck and myself, mm-hmm. and so we just we have these connections, and we're just staying out of the way. We're just staying out of the way of the stars. Just letting him letting him bounce around you know yeah. i don't know what it, whatever the astral projection is i don't know you know whatever 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 it's the physics it's 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 rocket science we're just we're just staying out of the way of all that and just letting the rockets shoot off you know a lot of people call me crazy because i invested in a sky ride you ever use one of those not yet i haven't had the privilege yet let me tell you sky riding all you need is a biplane and a couple of oh, bottles like riding of it riding in the sky like yes. when it, someone writes up they yes. draw a heart you do a heart uh, usually, I like to write your contact information, and I like to write. You know, it's hard with some people on a windy day. If somebody has a long Instagram account, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of time by the time it's done, you know, flying around doing the loop de loop, I get to the end of Preston Smothers, and Preston's mm-hmm. gone. You know, uh, but still worth it because there's a couple of days when the wind's pretty light, and, uh, and then you can really get some good stuff out there. Absolutely. Uh, you know, yeah, I there have, and I, I the reason I bring that up because I know uh, you know a lot of people you know look at you know Chuck Hammer and they think you know this guy's uh, got a lot of controversy and whatnot based on my skywriting history, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I look it, you, you have some well intentioned stuff. I got a full time employee, flies the biplane, goes out and buys his smoke, and uh, you know he tries to have a couple of cocktails. He says mm-hmm. no problem. I said that's no problem. I have a couple of cocktails too. Next thing I know it, I say, look, I want Paula Poundstone's Instagram handle up on the sky, and he's drawing a picture of a dick and balls. And all of a sudden, I'm held responsible for that? I don't think so. But, you know, that's, uh, that's those are the type of things you have to keep in mind when, you, 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 when, you, when you're trying to make yourself a big business. Uh, out yes. here. And, yes. uh, you know, uh, you know, somebody who knows a lot about this type of stuff is actually my cousin, uh, the owner of Mel's Diner. Have you ever been to Mel's Diner? I have. Yes, I, I've met Mel. Oh, he's a great... He's had a, a lot of great conversations he, over there. You know, he's, he's great if you're not related to him. Uh, but if you sure, are related sure. to him, it's, it's pretty hard because he can be a real asshole about this type of stuff and he won't get, stop giving me shit about, the, you know, the dick and ball sky riding. And, mm-hmm. You know, what are you going to do? Well, Mel's a traditional guy. You he know, really so is. he... Uh, something, something like that, you know, profanity or anything that's vulgar. Yeah. You know, he's keeping... I mean, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of vulgarity over at Mel's Diner. Oh, that's right. But yeah, absolutely. He, I can't he likes, be a part of it. He likes to keep, it's like if there's going to be something like that, keep it in the back room. Right. Don't have it out in front of the customer. Yep. You know, keep it classy. Absolutely. Yeah. I, and, you know, and I, that that type of separation is something that I think is important when you're doing, mm-hmm. uh, you're dealing with these uh, very sensitive stars and whatnot. And, you know, uh, even though it's behind closed doors, doesn't mean it's not going to affect you outside of those doors, though. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, I got hooked on uh, horse tranquilizers in the bathroom. Room of Mel's Diner. 
And I, you know, I, I, at first it was a, you know, just a fun thing that for me and my friends to do, you know, we're going to go, Hey, you want to go pass out in the diner? And, you know, we would be very excited, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, but, uh, you know, but, uh, passed out in worse places. Well, that's true. I, I, you know, I've been there. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> uh, you remember our trip to Vegas in 87? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I thought you were going to go broke. I remember the stories. I, I, I don't have any, uh, actual, well, yeah. vivid memories, well, but I yeah. do remember the, the sort of the story arc. Yeah, I remember I, we came, you know, came back, and you know, it was about a week later, and we were having coffee. I said, "Man, was some good times last week." You go what? And I go, "We had some good times last week." You go, "Yeah, what it was just a complete about? memory lapse at that point." Yeah, I had to show you the uh, the pictures of you, uh, you you fashioned yourself a mermaid fin, and then you went in the fountains, and you mm-hmm. were running around, and you were uh, you know you thought for some reason that everybody in in Las Vegas is actually a prostitute, and mm-hmm. you started soliciting people over. I'm and still over. not convinced that, that isn't the truth. Well, I mean, you know, if the price is right, you know, the price is right. I that's, tell you, that's that's Chuck's attitude. That's what Chuck says, right? If the price. I, I've seen, right. I've seen Chuck, man, I've seen you sell so much. I mean, you don't have to sell anything. Chuck, it's already, Chuck's got, Chuck used to tell me that you've got the receipt for everything. You've got, for the any gig, you've already got the receipt for it. And I love that. I really stuck with that really resonated with me. It's a metaphor and it's also good for taxes. You got to remember, you know, you don't have your receipts. Then, uh, you know, come back at 1099 and whatnot. And you say, you know, look, I had all this mileage. They go, what are you writing off? You didn't buy anything. I go, what are your receipts? You know what I mean? Uh, sometimes I'll write out a receipt before I purchase something, you know, uh, and it's just kind of my way of like Jim carrying it where I go up, uh, you know, above and I say, oh, this is a receipt for a, a, a Mabach or whatever. And, uh, you know, these are the type of uh, things you have to do when you, you know, you're trying to incarnate, uh, you know, mm-hmm. into the stars and whatnot. Um, it looks like your producer is waving at you or something. I was going on there. Sure, sure. Well, we do have to wrap it up here pretty soon, Chuck. Um, Chuck, what do, you, what do you see on the horizon? Are, are there any other... What are you trying to astrally project in the near future for yourself? I've been if having, you could, if you could astral project to yourself, yes. to whisper something to yourself, what would that be? Well, I'll be honest with you. Ever since I was a little boy, I've always had a, a, an affinity to black licorice. You ever have black licorice? Uh, yeah, not in a while. Now I've I, had it. I'm going to be launching my own line of black licorice rope. It's functional, and you can eat it. And uh, you know, we can. You could tow up to four okay. tons. And I've been dreaming about this. I've been dreaming okay. about this. Uh, you know, part of our big waste problem in this in this world is that, you know, you use a, a piece of rope and then you go and you throw it in the garbage. And, of course, that rope's just going to, you know, how long is it going to take that rope to deteriorate? Mm-hmm. I go, why don't you eat the rope, you know? We can make edible houses. Edible underwear is already a thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, these microphones. These. I mean, how long do you think these microphones are going to stay alive? And uh, you know, we put these in a in a dump. They're going to be gone. You know, they're going to be yeah. around for for millions and millions and years. That's not good for the environment. No. So I say, make edible microphones, edible underwear. That's a. It's just a dream. It's a crazy dream. Yeah. Well, you know, I might have some clients that might be interested in the black ri- licorice thing. I don't know if maybe you astrally projected that to me well, to uh, then offer to you. But, you know, and actually, let me. Show you I wouldn't something. put it past you, Chuck. I actually here. I got a receipt for that right here, <laughs> for you from me. <laughs> oh, it says presence of others and everything. There we go. Oh, absolutely. All right, Chuck. Chuck Hammer, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you stopping by, Chuck. It's a lot of fun. Let's get coffee again soon. Absolutely. I'd love to get some coffee with you. Now, you're going to remember this interview, aren't you? (laughs) Hopefully. Hopefully not, maybe. You know, that'll mean it's been a good one. This is Preston Smothers. Talk of the town, people. Take it easy.
to take a moment and talk a little bit about Bulldogs. I'm from Northern England. I've been raising Bulldogs my whole life. There's nothing I could imagine more enjoyable in this world than having a big old Bulldog with all his skin rolled up all my hand I'm playing with his feet he's smiling he's digging up all kinds of archaeological artifacts <laughs> but there's too many people that don't have bulldogs in their life and I want to figure that out hello this is Roy Wheatley from the Bulldog Emporium get yourself a bulldog and feel free to explore some space for out there when you got a bulldog in your arms, there's nothing can hold you back ever. Come on down to the bulldog emporium. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, what an exciting, uh, a little, uh, you know, bit of. Uh, of uh, talk there, you know, to yeah. get some inside scoops onto the industry of Hollywood yeah. and whatnot. Astral projection and everything. Who knew? Who knew? I know. I mean, have you ever astral projected? Mm-mm. I've um, I've castral projected though. <laughs> yes, come on, you guys. I mean, that interview was too slow. If I'm a hundred percent honest, you guys, more of that, please, cast man, please. Jesus Christ! I have casterly projected. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, man. Oh my God. It's getting hot up in the stew, my brood. Absolute. So save the dude. Well, um, I uh I think I you know I had a great time today with you. Uh, and we got yeah. to we got to get some insight into how we can make our careers a little bit better. We did. Um, you know, I I didn't ask. You know, Turbs, how do you feel so far? I feel a wide spectrum of emotions, but I'm going to stuff. I'm stuffing ninety percent of them down for the sake of the podcast because I know the podcast must go on. Well, yeah, but I mean, why you don't have to stuff down your emotions, though, Turbs? I mean, let it out. What's what's the problem? Ah! We like that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, feel free to yeah. be yourself. Honestly, yeah, Turbs. Um, yeah, I feel like you're tripping a little too much. I think he might be tripping a little bit. Wait, are you guys going to say the same outro that you used to say on Chapter One? <gasps> I think we are. Well, that's good. You should retain some of the rights and traditions of the original chapter of the podcast. Well, Evan, you know, at the end of every podcast, I like to get a little sad uh, sometimes. Uh, and that's pretty much just because, you know, we got in the show. Yeah. You know, just like I said, Turbs, you know, it's not a completely different, you know, cat. You know, even though you skin it multiple ways, you know, it's the same cat. You know, you just skin it a few yeah. different ways. And I think that's good. Uh, <clears throat> you know, I think this week, out of all the weeks, Evan, and you'll be able to either affirm or deny this. Um, it's easy to start tripping. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, 
you know, we were, this is episode 140. And I got to be honest, folks, even after 140 episodes, I get straight tripping sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm five days marijuana free, you know, and that feels good. You know, it feels wow. real good. Uh, you know, I might not be gone, you know, there forever, but, you know, kind of like, you know, when things end, you know, they have to end for a reason. You know, and at this point, we've been ridiculous for, you know, upwards of, you know, 45 minutes. And I, I feel it's, uh, you know, it's time it's time to go. You know what I mean? And I, uh, I got to stop being so sad about it, you know? But, uh, well, one thing you could do in lieu of being sad yeah. or tripping is you could try double dipping. Is that true? Yeah, no, I mean it. Well, I think that's good. I'd like to adopt that. You know what? Can we all say it together? I know this is unusual. Sure. Yeah, Turbs, you down to say it? Yeah. Yes! All right. Well, folks, if at any point you find yourself getting self-conscious or uh, second-guessing uh, what you should be doing or who you are, or, uh, you know, you're, you're just maybe not confident in loving yourself in the appropriate way and just being a fan of you, I'd say you're straight tripping. Mm -hmm. And if that happens, I'd encourage you to stop, stop tripping, tripping and, and start, start double-dipping double dipping. In instead. Thank <laughs> you.